Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our eighth edition of Cyber Talk um, weekly um, cyber um, lectures by uh, uh, professionals around the world. And uh, um, uh, my name is Tal Pavel. I'm uh, the host, uh, um, Cyber Bureau uh, Director, the uh, Institute of uh, Cyber Policy Studies. And uh, I have uh, uh, the honor to have with us, to have with us today, uh, Miss uh, Claudia Victoria Nicolai, the General Director of uh, News, uh, Romanian News Agency, Ager Press. Good morning, uh, Claudia. Good morning, Tal. And uh, first of all, thank you very much for your uh, kindly invitation. Uh, and uh, let's begin with the hot news. And I assure you that it's not a fake news. Uh, because it will host uh, uh, next year the European Cybersecurity Competence Center. And uh, it's a pleasure and a joy for our country because I think that cybersecurity is very, very important in those years in those moments. In fact, it's very important in infodemia and after truth area and all those things who are so new and so complicated for us. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, let's say my general background is in journalism. I worked like journalism, like journalist 16 years and I was a reporter chief reporters, political side chief, uh, editor chief at newspapers, news agencies, televisions too. So my interest for fake news and for disinformation and for, for misinformation is not coming from nowhere. I worked with information all those years and I work also now. And I think that is very important for all to uh, try to educate the people because I suppose, and I'm sure that we are from here all spe specialists, but usual normal people are not uh, knowing all the things that involving fake news, disinformation, propaganda and misinformation. Of course, all we know that is not new for us that existing propaganda, disinformation, or misinformation. But I think that fake news is something new. It's appeared in our vocabulary, I think, since 2016. Yes, since, also, since the presidential election. Uh, uh, yes, also in the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. Uh, with your permission, Claudia, I will read your bio um, for, for our audience. Um, Claudia Victoria Nicolai is the managing director of Ager Press, the Romanian National News Agency, since November 2018. Her mission is to manage the entire activity of the journalists and editors of the biggest news agency in Romania, while also being the representative in relations and collaboration with other national and international organizations, both public or private. Claudia Nicolai's objective is to create and to preserve the framework the journalists from 
Azure Press need to deliver accurate news so that the general public receives the most reliable and meaningful information possible. Prior to being managing director, Miss Nikolai was an experienced journalist. She started working as a reporter in 2004, covering political news, and year by year, her career developed to being the coordinator of the political news department of a news television in, 20, in 2011. And five years later, she was appointed deputy managing director of Ager Press. Claudia Nicolai has a degree in journalism, but she is specialized as well in foreign policy, diplomacy, security, and administration, with various training sessions graduated from the Romanian Diplomatic Institute or the National Defense College. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, we, we started to speak about uh, 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 fake news and, and you know, it's remind me that in one of the conferences, um, I realized I needed to speak about fake news and I realized that perhaps the name fake news is not necessarily uh, accurate because it's not only fake and it's not only news. So I call it um, in my presentation, digital manipulation because yes. fake news, well, it's not only news. It can be not only written news. It can be also um, uh, what we know as the fake it can be uh, video clips, it can be images and photos, but it not only need to be fake, because if you take a real image and a real story and give them new meaning, you create a new <coughs> story, but with uh, a genuine uh, effect and a genuine image. So what is fake news? I think we we need to, to define what is fake news. That's why I call it digital manipulation. In my opinion, but I may be subject because I'm journalist. Uh, when you say when you say news, you say something about a real fact. By definition, news is presenting a real fact. When you say fake news, where is the real? Where is the fact? So in my opinion, I think that fake news, like a term, was creating just to demonetize the news, in my opinion. Because I think that we had also this information, misinformation and propaganda, who are, let's say, some synonym. But fake news is directed straight to the news. So maybe it was creating like a bubble to do for usual for normal people for write a reading normal reading not journalists not specialists just normal people to do not trust so much to the traditional news to create a bubble to put there all the facts all the news and all the information together but I think that this, uh, this is for me a dangerous thing for, for this profession, for journalist profession, because we like a journalist, we write and we think coordinated by uh, the ontological 
for us, a news is not emotional news, like, like it's disinfor like the disinformation or propaganda. For, for us, a news is a news. So the connected made between fake and news for me is not so real and has one target too. That uh, I prefer to put uh, fake news in, the, in, in uh, some quotation marks because it's not a proper term in my opinion. But it's a term, if you ask someone about fake news, I think that it's no one in this world that is not here that term. But on the other hand, I think as you said, we need to define what is fake news. And, and that's why when I needed, I use the term digital manipulation because I thought about it. It's not only fake, it's not only news, but, but you, are, you are right. And your uh, presentation and lecture will be on fake news and botnets as a cybersecurity challenge. Um, I'll give you a host uh, privilege in order you will be able to present uh, your presentation. <clears throat> Thank you. Let me share with you. So, first of all, I think that in 2020 or 2020 is very, very properly to speak about fake news about uh, this subject because now more than ever we are spending most of our times online and also i we have to admit that in 2020 health crisis had determined a deep shift within the global context, highlighting the impact of digitization and the substantial need for technology-related experience to each and every sector of media. And I tried to stop a little bit here because this year we faced with a new term, infodemia. Infodemia, so we had this year so much information so contrary information, so under, uh, under ask mark information that human right doesn't know what is true or does it, what is false. And I think that this was a worst part of disinformation and propaganda this year because we don't speak about um, pro political propaganda now. We don't speak about uh, political disinformation. We were in a war, properly war, with health, human health, because we saw, and I'm sure that everybody saw uh, the news or the information on social media, on all the platforms, who spoke about uh, natural treating home who spoke about don't go to the hospital, stay home and take some natural treat, but don't go to the hospital. I think that this is the major, major danger for uh, all the people. 
And this is, in my opinion, the point that every people has to stop a little when they saw some information like this and have to discern in their minds, in their thoughts, what is really and what is not. This year, we faced with this infodemia. And of course, with the ICT integration, the networks of people across the globe became consistently more interconnected and able to share and to spread all sorts of information online. Here is another problem, in my opinion, because we um, we started to think and to trust more than a official news. We started to think our friends share, our friends' friends share. And this is also a danger for information and for real news, in my opinion. Also, the human capital as an economic resources confirmed the new scenario in the independent entity, autonomous, interactive, and focused on value and quality. Let's pass away. Fake news publishers make a huge social impact as well as a large profits through the spread of information. Here, we, I think that we can talk and we can debate uh, in my opinion, about the techno technological system. Why that? Because in my point of view, I think that we find a huge fight for interpretation. And we have also, I think, some weapons. Psychological op operation, battle for interpretation, and also the big changes brought about by the amazing rise of social media platforms. All these significant change shift everything from the perspective of the information aspects. All the, and now I think that it's very important to, to speak about a little about uh, the news process. When we talk about, about, um, about traditional news process, we have to talk, <clears throat> sorry, we have to talk about assumed professional creators, editors, uh, editorial control, short sources, assumed distribution. But if we talk about internet age news process, we can see together amateur and professional creators no filters to verify true or false, no limit in amplifying the information. And here are the social media platforms. And I think that we all agree that most of the people have come to realize that platforms and social media are double-edged words. It's in, not my intention, and I'm not trying to demonize the platform. This is far for me. We need it. We need the many, many point of view. But uh, I think that they have changed the informational environment toward some dark side. 
Fake news and disinformation are everywhere on the internet. The researchers speak about epistemological crisis. And in all this context, a question remains. What even happened, happened to the truth? Is the truth that we know and the way that we understand things? Also, the researcher speak and also uh, the introduction of uh, fake news term came with the post-truth area. Instead, if we, uh, if we use reality or facts from, the, from this point of view, I'm sure were we in the post-truth area society because the battle of truth described the humankind in general. But I think that what is new today is the fact that we are living in the post-fact environment. We are living in a post-written text environment. We consume information through a lot of visual materials or through a lot broadcasting. By the but, way, Claudia, would you like to share the, the presentation? with us? I didn't share it. No, you didn't. That's why I asked. I know you have a very, very nice uh, uh, and visualized presentation. That's why I asked whether you want to share it with us. Yes. Let me, let me. Okay, I'm here. Yes. Okay. Uh, just, that's it. This button? Yes. Marvelous. So, now mm. I was just here. Okay, so let's see. I talk about writing, writing information and writing text. Uh, so, writing is not that much important as it used to be when we were in school or now we see a major change now the information it's seen targeting upcoming from everywhere if you open the phone you have some information if you open the facebook you have some information if you open the tv you have also some information so the information is pretty much everywhere but our attention remains the same and our uh, thinking, our uh, power to, uh, to digest all the information remained the same. Was uh, one very, very cute uh, presentation that said that human rice uh, has uh, the habit to uh, eat a little, but to drink very, very much. Now, in this area, we eat a lot and we don't have time to drink all this. So I think that this is quite similar in uh, these years when we receive very, very much information and we don't have such time to uh, digest this information to uh, put these informations in our filters, 
our personal filters. So let's move on. Okay, I will move this minimum. Okay, so social media is represented by massive marketplace where ideas and news compete for our attention. So we spread the spread of component by our very human nature will compel us to engage with inflammatory content and often share before we've had the time to fact check and verify what we saw said before. And in all those contexts, let's see a very, very old phrase, a very old phrase. Everything we hear, it's an opinion, not a fact. Everything we see, it's a perspective, not a truth. This can create the idea that there are factors for every interpretation. Everything that happens right now, you can find it in one fact or the other. Each are going into background of different information. That uh, it's very important to see because in my opinion, <clears throat> it's very uh, important like a pillar. Uh, the background of each generation. And uh, for this, I think that uh, to see a little how generations uh, use platforms, media, social media, is very important to think who are the generations that we have to talk more. <coughs> and to analyze this new phenomenon, we have to analyze also the media consumption. What we can see? We can see here four categories of generations. Z generations who are between eight and 23 years old. Millennials or Gen U who are between 25 and 39 years old. Gen X who are between 40 and 55 years old and baby boomers, 55 and 75 years old. We can see here very, very clearly that the youngers choose to use Instagram as a platform to follow brands. Baby boomers spend more of their time on YouTube or Facebook feed. Gen Z and Gen U, millennials and Gen X selected YouTube as a platform they rely on marketing decisions. And also regarding the social media consumption, we can see the generation who is growing up in the digital world and is not surprised that, uh, that they are pretty uh, savvy when it comes to online and technology. And we see also the millennials and baby boomers who spend very, very much time on traditional platforms. Let's say 
YouTube, who is not so new, let's say uh, television, who is not so new. Also, we have some here, some uh, marks who um, show us how is online videos comparing to video games or press. We can see now, and uh, it's uh, very important this, that press books remains very lower. And uh, this uh, course for information, it's very important in that, in this part, broadcasting TV, video games also for the youngers, and online TV. And now, sources, creed, and challenges. I think that it's very important to point it what is fake news and what fake news is described. Oxford Dictionary described fake news like false report or events written and read on website many of you seems unable to distinguish fake news from verified source. Also, fake news was creating like a significant point for public confusion about current events. Also, Oxford Dictionary speak about post-truth and this from, from 2016. And why we speak like this? Because like I uh, said before, uh, this year is the year that uh, fake news represents, like I, um, I don't know how to say, uh, an important word. From this year, we Buzz. don't speak so, yes. Buzzword. It was, hmm? a, it was a buzzword. Yes, also a password. Buzz, buzzword, buzzword, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. sorry. Let me, no, 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 it's okay. Interrupt me if you have something. So, but in this area, new area, <coughs> fake news was helped, let's say helped, uh, by bots, by Artific by artificial intelligence. And what is bots? We know very well that bots are computer algorithms that work in online social network sites to execute some tasks in repetitively mode. They simulate the, the behavior or, or human being in a social network because of the algorithm behind bots logic, bots can learn for response pattern or input value could, how to respond to certain situation. And have bots help in the propagation of poor fake news? We can say yes. 
because artificial intelligence allows, allows bots to simulate internet user behavior. And we know we have very, very common Facebook example. If you see on Facebook some advertising or some topic, you will receive from Facebook that kind of topics to that kind of uh, products to and there is how bots can also helping in uh, propagation of fake news so also bots generated generated day by posting message about trending topics also, the spread of fake news on social bots is possible to the capability that posts have to search and retrieve non-cured information. Also, bots spread fake news in two ways. They keep saying or tweeting false news items, and they use the same pieces or false information to reply to our comments on our posting of real social media users. Bots techniques work because average social media users tend to believe that they see or what's shared by others without question. But bots aren't apparently that good at deciding what original comments by other users to retweet. They are not so smart and this is a lack for us, I think. But who knows in the future how smart we'll be. If you have some question, you are free to interrupt me. I, I see there are interruptions from, from uh, George. I think I cannot, uh, only you can, um, since you are the host, <clears throat> only you can mute it. Um, I think it's- Let me see. Yeah, I think it's an interruption from George. Um, I would like uh, to ask uh, one or two questions, but perhaps it will be for later on. I would like to, um, whether you can, not necessarily now, it can be at the end of your presentation, to elaborate two things. First of all, fake news during the coronavirus, and especially fake news in Romania, and whether you, you, you uh, faced um, fake news and, and, and fake news, uh, as you mentioned, it's not only fake news, it's uh, uh, disinformation and manipulation and propaganda and so and so forth. And I don't know if you, um, if there are evidence, but we know there were several cases of, uh, let's call it nation state actors, <clears throat> uh, fake mm -hmm. disinformation. Mm -hmm. And we know the case of the crucified boy in Ukraine, and we know the case of Lisa, Lisa case in Germany, that the um, um, uh, fingers were pointed to Russia. <clears throat> yes, and also, uh, even it's uh, not so far, but it, it's a old uh, topic, uh, don't forget uh, Pizza Gate in America, yes, yes, USA. Yes, indeed, indeed. Okay, let's go forward. I, can't see the question, but I will follow after. Yeah, no, no problem. Okay, so how people help to spread the fake news? I think that 
what is new in all those in all these contexts is that the companies and the technology can clearly divide the world in black or white. For example, I think that in each country or each region, but let's see in each country, we have a proper bubble. In our bubble, we receive some kind of information. And another country who has another bubble receive another kind of information. So in this context, in this context, two countries or two bubbles of people are uh, using a very, very opposite information. And if you ask who has the right information, you couldn't say, because this is what uh, I think that it's very important to, to mark and to point. Uh, the background, the proper background, the individual background is very, very important to digest all kinds of information. So, people are smart, but people are emotional because fake news, comparative or disinformation or misinformation or propaganda, in comparative with the traditional news, it's using very, very much emotional marks. Like a journalist, I can say that you can't read the news using emotional marks because the news is a real fact, an objective fact, and you have and you are obliged to, to present the real fact without any personal or any subjective influence. But Fake news is not like this. And fake news is uh, uh, winning much, much uh, uh, of people because he acting like uh, emotional information. And I, I can say here also that bots might still exist in the future because we all agree with that. The technology will not stop here. But most of the time we or fake news is a consequence of real people, usually acting innocently because we don't know what we are using. All of us, as usual, are potential the biggest part of the problem. And the role emotion plays when it comes to sharing news in social media are reading true news, mostly procedural feelings of joyful, unhappiness, expectation, and trust. Reading fake news produce, produces feelings of amazement, anxiety, shock, repulsion. And here we can come at your examples. Yes, fake news can, and I think that it's one of his duty, can create violence. And this is very, very dangerous for us. Also, social media are marks, uh, marks humans more susceptible to fake news. And this is popularity indicators that social networks are provide. Also, the research 
shows that people are more likely to share fake news than real news. For that, for that, we speak about emotional information because we, we read and we share the, those information with our sources, with our soul, with our uh, proper uh, feelings. And this is not okay. We, and we have much to work on this chapter. Let's go. What's next? I think that it's a point of view and uh, it's a beginning of uh, discussion with micro-targeting. We see now how social media uh, is uh, attending, of, how social graphics are, how our offline data presents. But I think that micro-targeting is a big issue and it's important pillow in um, fake news, in all those fake news uh, areas, because it's not just one, like I say. And how fake news is propagating? We know by Facebook, Google, other websites who track, uh, who track uh, the users and who analyze the website to see who is visited and uh, what uh, uh, topic has that individual. And also there are, there are some, some firms that specialize in analyzing your data and using your data. And now we have to speak also of um, some measures that uh, European Commission uh, put in our discussion and in our practice until uh, 2015. And there are some um, measures, uh, let's say some code of practice of this information. It's not... Uh, finally caught, it is working, uh, it is still working on it, but I think that it's a point where uh, we can start uh, at the institutional, institutional level to uh, fight uh, against uh, this fake news, this information propaganda. Also, I can present you some uh, measures for awareness and education that Agile Press is uh, using uh, um, every time. And a little bit of uh, our mission, Agile Press is the national news agency and uh, uh, he has the mission to inform properly and objectively providing the Romanian press as well as a media abroad. Also, we re uh, realize and uh, are responsible of the fact that the pieces of information we deliver reach millions of people and that, in addition of to information, our role is also to bring awareness and even to educate at the session's time set. In 20 
2016, Algerf has launched the security, uh, cybersecurity section, which contains news dedicated to the strategic problems of cybersecurity and cyberspace. Also, Agerf has launched the Cyber Files editorial projects, which included the presentation of some of the most important cyber attacks wide world, which had repercussion on small or medium-sized companies, corporation, governments, or institution of national interest, but also on home users. Like this is our project in Romania now, in Romanian language now. Also, we dedicated journalist materials and uh, we organized together uh, with the Romanian National Computer Security Incident Response Team, cybersecurity courses for journalists, for both AGFS journalists and all those with the national and local media. And I think that Trojan horse is also a fake news, like we know, and also a virus. Thank you. You have here my email contact if you want, and I'm waiting for your question and to develop the debate. Yeah, well, no debate. But uh, yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you very much. It was very interesting and uh, a visual presentation. Um, I'd like to elaborate with you um, fake news in Romania. Well, um, what can you tell us about fake news generally in Romania? What um, can, is there any pattern of um, fake news in Romania? Is it um, made for political purposes? Is it uh, from um, one political figure against another one is it made by um, nation uh, nation state actors um, um, what is the environment of uh, fake news in romania as far as uh, we know and you can tell um yes i think uh, that uh, like all the countries romania faced also with the, this phenomenon and uh, we had this year two sections of election in our country, local one and general one. And these elections uh, was, let's say, full of fake news uh, according to the social platforms. Also, the COVID-19 create a very, very, a very big market for fake news but uh, the national institution uh, saw this at time and uh, create some official platforms who promote the official news uh, let's say the government uh, create the one uh, online site where they put all their information all their uh, answering or their uh, communicators uh, that people has to uh, from the first hand information. Also, the, the Ministry of Defense create a page dedicated to false information and present the false information and the right information in 
like in both cases and um, was uh, many many conferences and debates in Romania on uh, on this this uh, new phenomenon uh, was creating let's say on Facebook and on uh, online a page dedicated anti fake news where you can read and can learn and can see um, some example of fake news and how to uh, how to how to uh, verify your information and how to be uh, very very uh, attentively of uh, information that you receive. So though this year I think that was the the top of this uh, new phenomenon and uh, many like all the countries tried to uh, to promote or to create some uh, issues, some uh, uh, fields that uh, this phenomenon can be not stopped, but at least remove a little. Yes. Um, do we have any question uh, to Claudia from from uh, you that indeed George Mihal Aiton? Hi, Claudia. Hi, Tal. How are you? Hi, fine. Thank I'll, you. I'll put the video. Sorry, I'm not yes. organized. Hi, how are you? Hi. Tal is my first webinar with you, but we know way back. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to say thank you very much for your presentation. It's wonderful. It's wonderful I to do. see the development. It's wonderful to see the age groups that are affected. Um, we know from Israel that uh, it's a real battle. Uh, we are. We have very little awareness. Uh, we have. Uh, I think that this is the point, special the, point. the awareness Education component. And awareness. The awareness component, because here uh, uh, you said journalism is not emotional, but as you know, Israel and emotion is a, uh, is a parallel name. So journalists are emotional and their wording is emotional. Therefore, the news are never subject, uh, 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 just a, a, an expression of what is happening, but uh, opinions mixed with uh, predictions and, and et cetera. So our job as viewers is much harder to yes. navigate through all the sea of emotions that we see in the report to understand what is happening and, um, and to understand the context. I wanted to ask about education because I know that Eastern Europe is more advanced than us, um, especially mm -hmm. for the youngster. I mean, we've, we've seen examples of, of uh, schools that are being educated, uh, how to identify. In Norway, in Norway, they in Norway from elementary school to speak and to learn about things. Right. I wanted to, to ask because Romania is in a very fragile situation, also, as you said, politically, but also as a strategic uh, area in, in Eastern Europe and uh, or Europe as a general. Um, do you have any knowledge of plans or does your uh, uh, news agency operate um, seminars for youngsters in any age or people uh, to the public uh, about about this information, how how to use the tools that you just gave us or um, showed us how they can be used for for future reference um, to to show them that they can see with their eyes what they read and then use their minds to understand it uh, further. 
I'd, I'd really like to know because this is a subject that I've been uh, quite obsessed about and I'm allergic to uh, disinformation in any sort of form. But as you said, I think the term fake news is too narrow and therefore yes. does not comprehend the whole uh, uh, development of information that we see, whether on the web or in newspapers, um, reports. And therefore, I'm really interested in education because I, I, I believe we are already too late to address the, the, our generation. So I'm thinking about the future because the future is going to be even more confusing. Yes. Uh, and maybe it's time that we take example from uh, countries that are more aware than us and uh, even make corporations so we can learn from experts like you to to pass this on for I'm the younger okay generation. I'm just journalist. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, but we faced also like you with this phenomenon and it's, it's hard for us also to, to get in, in this battle when you promote and you try to, to share the real news and the real fact, you have also to fight with the unreal fact. Yeah, you and have to have an army of true, true callers. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I am uh, aware of that. So. Let's say about education uh, in Romania, not it's not now in elementary school, uh, this uh, curricula or these uh, courses, but in uh, university, they begin in all the university, let's say journalism university, science university, to speak about fake news, to make uh, some courses with the specialists in fake news, to try to divide real or uh, false news. But also, <clears throat> I know that it's a pilot Project, project in Romania uh, made by uh, Center for Independent Journalism. It's an association, a very important association in Romania, uh, who uh, made the pilot project and who presented to the Ministry of Education and they uh, agree with the association that uh, next year to begin uh, optional optional curricula in, uh, in schools, uh, like um, um, media uh, information, like um, uh, learning what is media, what is information, how we have to read the informations or the news or uh, how to uh, control or how to uh, uh, see the impact of our individual thought in front of fake news. Because, yes, I agree with you, we, like adults, we have our background. We have, uh, let's say, our base when we, when, when we digest information. But the younger, they, uh, for this I insisted on uh, generation, because the Z generation uh, is the generation who was born in an online society, yeah. in a platform society. They sure. took from there all their backgrounds. And maybe like uh, church in Romania made some uh, videos, some videos for very, very young children. Yeah. Uh, how, uh, how you have to use your internet. 
how you must to uh, protect for, uh, from virus for like this i think that we can create also some videos made on uh, their attention to explain all this fact all this phenomenon i think also that it's important like family and uh, i think that we we need every individual help because every uh, every every man has to has to uh, to see on his own thoughts what is true and he can explain also to his or her child true i i wanted to share with you why i i think uh why i asked this question is uh in high school we had one day session about uh media and journalism it was at a time with no internet and no cell phones um and i remember clearly the one thing that is still ingrained in my mind that they showed us a report about some news report from israel and they dissected it and they showed that the video was not new video they showed that the headline had repeated itself several times in the past and they said that the components fixed together do not necessarily show the truth but the idea of what is happening and i think this set in my conscience or subconscious for many many years um and and it just came out in the recent years as you said because the internet has become powerful and the networks but you have your own background the children doesn't well it's it's amazing when things come out in your mind when you start feeling even though we talked about emotions in Jerusalem but but when you start feeling that you are being navigated <laughs> to think and and you need to to inherit this um free thinking and independent research uh tool to understand that what's the headline has ne- not not necessarily to do with the actual report yes. what you, what you read um, click by titles and 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 for me it's easier because i studied it since i started to have those red lights in my head what am i seeing do i need to fix to further uh see what is happening and i i have to say this is really uh something that i want to the, the public to know so i mean what you suggested even for the children and the parents is a wonderful way to educate the parents while they educate their children um and i'm really glad to hear about the the pilot programs and i hope that they go well and we can sure. learn from from them when we read the reports from you and and hear from you in the future so thank you again thank you also thank you michal um do we have any question from george or aiton no no questions but thank you for really interesting yeah i'm i'm yeah i agree with you aiton i it was a uh, very interesting um so if uh well i have i do have several questions but uh, i will not um uh take more from your time um thank you so much um uh, claudia nicolai for thank your time and presentation and very enlightening and uh, uh, uh the conversation that uh, we have and your contribution thank you so much and um um see you um uh, next week in our uh, next session of uh, cyber talks uh, number 9 
So once again, uh, thank you very much. And uh, um, for all of you, uh, um, happy Hanukkah. And, uh, happy Hanukkah for you too. Yeah, have all the blessing, all the health and all the light and uh, everything. And uh, um, good luck uh, with the new uh, uh, government in, uh, in Romania. And of course, the winning of uh, the center of uh, subsecurity of uh, European Union. Yeah. It's a big news. Indeed, 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 yeah. Um, so once again, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, it was a pleasure. Uh, and, um, um, see you all next time. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> um, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our eighth edition of Cyber Talk um, weekly um, cyber um, lectures by uh, uh, professionals around the world. And uh, um, uh, my name is Tal Pavel. I'm uh, the host, uh, um, Cyberbureau uh, Director, of the uh, Institute of uh, Cyber Policy Studies. And uh, I have uh, uh, the honor to have with us, to have with us today um, Miss uh, Claudia Victoria Nicolai, the General Director of uh, News, uh, Romanian News Agency, Ager Press. Good morning, uh, Claudia. Good morning, Tal. And uh, first of all, thank you very much for your uh, kindly invitation. Uh, and uh, let's begin with the hot news. And I assure you that it's not a fake news. Uh, because it will host uh, uh, next year the European Cybersecurity Competence Center. And uh, it's a pleasure and a joy for our country because I think that cybersecurity is very, very important in those years in those moments, in fact, is very important in infodemia and after truth area and all those things who are so new and so complicated for us. Indeed, indeed. Uh, let's say my general background is in journalism. I worked like journalism, like journalist 16 years and I was a reporter chief reporters, political side chief, uh, editor chief at newspapers, news agencies, televisions too. So my interest for fake news and for disinformation and for, for misinformation is not coming from nowhere. I worked with information all those years and I work also now. And I think that it's very important for all to uh, try to educate the people because I suppose, and I'm sure that we are from here all spe specialists, but usual normal people are not uh, knowing all the things that involving fake news, disinformation, propaganda and misinformation. Of course, all we know that is not new for us that existing propaganda, disinformation or misinformation. But I think that fake news is something new. It's appeared in our vocabulary, I think, since 2016. Yes, since, also, since the presidential election. Uh, uh, yes, uh, also in the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. 
Uh, with your permission, Claudia, I will read your bio um, for, for our audience. Um, Claudia Victoria Nicolai is the managing director of Ager Press, the Romanian National News Agency, since November 2018. Her mission is to manage the entire activity of the journalists and editors of the biggest news agency in Romania, while also being the representative in relations and collaboration with other national and international organizations both public or private. Claudia Nicolai's objective is to create and to preserve the framework the journalists from Ager Press need to deliver accurate news so that the general public receives the most reliable and meaningful information possible. Prior to being managing director, Miss Nicolai was an experienced journalist. She started working as a reporter in 2004, covering political news, and year by year, her career developed to being the coordinator of the political news department of a news television in, 20, in 2011. And five years later, she was appointed deputy managing director of Ager Press. Claudia Nicolai has a degree in journalism, but she is specialized as well in foreign policy, diplomacy, security and administration with various training sessions graduated from the Romanian Diplomatic Institute or the National Defense College. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, we, we started to speak about uh, 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 fake news and, and you know it's remind me that in one of the conferences um, I realized I needed to speak about fake news and I realized that perhaps the name fake news is not necessarily uh, accurate because it's not only fake and it's not only news. So I call it um, in my presentation digital manipulation because yes. fake news, well, it's not only news, it can be not only written news, it can be also um, uh, what we know as the fake it can be uh, video clips, it can be images and photos, but it not only need to be fake, because if you take a real image and a real story and give them new meaning, you create a new <coughs> story, but with uh, a genuine uh, effect and a genuine image. So what is fake news? I think we we need to, to define what is fake news. That's why I call it digital manipulation. In my opinion, but I may be subject because I'm a journalist. Uh, when you say when you say news, you say something about a real fact. By definition, news is presenting a real fact. When you say fake news, where is the real, where is the fact? So in my opinion, I think that fake news, like a term, was creating just to demonetize the news, in my opinion. Because I think that we had also this information, misinformation and propaganda, who are, let's say, some synonym. But fake news is directed straight to the news. So maybe it was creating like uh, 
bubble to do for usual for normal people for write a uh, reading normal reading not journalist not specialist just normal people to do not trust so much to the traditional news to create a bubble to put there all the facts all the news and all the information together but i think that this uh, this is for me a dangerous thing for for this profession for journalist profession because we like a journalist we write and we think coordinated by the uh, ontology report for us a news is not emotional news like like it's disinfor like the disinformation or propaganda for for us a news is a news so the connected made between fake and news for me is not so real and has one target too that uh, i prefer to put uh, fake news in in, in uh, some quotation marks because it's not a proper term in my opinion but yeah. it's a term if you ask someone about fake news i think that it's no one in this world that is not here that term but on the other hand i think as you said we need to define what is fake news and and that's why when i needed I use the term digital manipulation because I thought about it. It's not only fake, it's not only news, but, but you, are, you are right. And your uh, presentation and lecture will be on fake news and botnets as a cybersecurity challenge. Um, I'll give you a host uh, privilege in order you will be able to present uh, your presentation. <clears throat> Thank you. Let me share with you. So, first of all, I think that in 2020 or 2020 is very, very properly to speak about fake news about uh, this subject, because now more than ever, we are spending most of our times online. And also, I we have to admit that in 2020, health crisis had determined a deep shift within the global context, highlighting the impact of digitization and the substantial need for technology-related adherence to each and every sector of media. And I try to stop a little bit here because this year we faced with a new term, infodemia. Infodemia. So we had this year so much information, so contrary information, so under uh, under ask mark information that human right doesn't know what is true or does it what is false. And I think that this was a worse part of disinformation and propaganda this year because 
we don't speak about um, pro political propaganda now. We don't speak about uh, political disinformation. We were in a war, properly war, with health, human health, because we saw, and I'm sure that everybody saw uh, the news or the information on social media, on all the platforms, who spoke about uh, natural treating home, who spoke about don't go to the hospital, stay home and take some natural treat, but don't go to the hospital. I think that this is the major, major danger for uh, all the people. And this is, in my opinion, the point that every people has to stop a little when they saw some information like this and have to discern in their minds, in their thoughts, what is really and what is not. This year we faced with this infodemia and of course with the ICT integration, the networks of people across the globe became consistently more interconnected and able to share and to spread all sorts of information online. Here is another problem in my opinion, because we, uh, we started to think and to trust more than uh, official news. We started to think our friends share, our friends' friends share. And this is also a danger for information and for real news, in my opinion. Also, the human capital as an economic resources confirmed the new scenario in the independent entity, autonomous, interactive, and focused on value and quality. Let's pass away. Fake news publishers make a huge social impact as well as their large profits through the spread of information. Here we, I think that we can talk and we can debate, uh, in my opinion, about the technolo technological system. Why that? Because in my point of view, I think that we find a huge fight for interpretation. And we have also, I think, some weapons, psychological op operation, battle for interpretation, and also the big changes brought about by the amazing rise of social media platforms. All this significant change shift everything from the perspective of information aspects. All the, and now I think that it's very important to, to speak about a little about uh, the news process. When we talk about, about, um, about traditional news process, we have to talk, <clears throat> sorry, we have to talk about assumed professional creators, editors, uh, editorial control, short sources, assumed in distribution. But if we talk about internet age news process, we can see together amateur and professional creators 
no filters to verify true or false, no limit in amplifying the information. And here are the social media platforms. And I think that we all agree that most of the people have come to realize that platforms and social media are double-edged swords. It's in, not my intention, and I'm not trying to demonize the platforms. This is far for me. We need it. We need the many, many points of view. But uh, I think that they have changed the informational environment toward some dark sides. Fake news and disinformation are everywhere on the internet. The researchers speak about epistemological crisis. And in all this context, a question remains. What even happened, happened to the truth? Is the truth that we know and the way that we understand things? Also, the researcher speak and also uh, the introduction of uh, fake news term came with the post-truth area. Instead, if we, uh, if we use reality or facts from, the, from this point of view, I'm sure were we in the post-truth area. Society, because the battle of truth described the humankind in general. But I think that what is new today is the fact that we are living in the post-fact environment. We are living in a post-written text environment. We consume information through a lot of visual materials or through a lot broadcasting. By the but, way, Claudia, would you like to share the, the presentation? with us? I didn't share it. No, you didn't. That's why I asked. I know you had a very, very nice uh, uh, and visualized presentation. That's why I asked whether you want to share it with us. Yes. Let me, let me. Okay, I'm here. Yes. Okay. Uh, just, that's it. This button? Yes. Marvelous. So, now oh. I was just here. Okay, so let's see. I talk about writing, writing information and writing text. Uh, so, writing is not that much important as it used to be when we were in school. Or now we see a major change. Now the information, it's seen targeting upcoming from everywhere. If you open the phone, you have some information. If you open the Facebook, you have some information. If you open the TV, you have also some information. So the information is pretty much everywhere, but our attention remains the same and our uh, thinking, our uh, power to, uh, to digest all the information remained the same. Was uh, one very, very cute 
presentation that said that human rice uh, has uh, the habit to uh, eat a little, but to drink very, very much. Now, in this area, we eat a lot and we don't have time to drink all this. So I think that this is quite similar in uh, these years when we receive very, very much information and we don't have such time to uh, digest this information, to uh, put these informations in our filters, our personal filters. So let's move on. Okay, I will move this minimum. Okay, so social media is represented by massive marketplace where ideas and news compete for our attention. So we spread the spread of component by our very human nature with compel us to engage with inflammatory content and often share before we've had the time to fact check and verify what we saw say before. And in all those contexts, let's see a very, very old phrase, a very old phrase. Everything we hear, it's an opinion, not a fact. Everything we see, it's a perspective, not a truth. This can create the idea that there are factors for every interpretation. Everything that happens right now, you can find it in one fact or the other. Each are going into background of different information. That uh, it's very important to see because, in my opinion, <clears throat> it's very uh, important, like a pillar, uh, the background of each generation. And uh, for this, I think that uh, to see a little how generations uh, use platforms, media, social media, is very important to think who are the generations that we have to talk more. <clears throat> and to analyze this new phenomenon, we have to analyze also the media consumption. What we can see? We can see here four categories of generations. Z generations, who are between eight and 23 years old. Millennials or Gen U, who are between 25 and 39 years old. Gen X, who are between 40 and 55 years old. And baby boomers, 55 and 75 years old. We can see here very, very clearly that the youngest choose to use Instagram as a platform to follow brands. Baby boomers 
spend more of their time on YouTube or Facebook feeds. Feed. Gen Z and Gen U, millennials and Gen X selected YouTube as a platform they rely on marketing decisions. And also regarding the social media consumption, we can see Z generation who is growing up in the digital world and is not surprised that, uh, that they are pretty uh, savvy when it comes to online and technology. And we see also the millennials and baby boomers who spend very, very much time on traditional platforms. Let's say YouTube, who is not so new. Let's say uh, television, who is not so new. Also, we have some here, some uh, marks who um, show us how is online videos comparing to video games or press. We can see now, and uh, it's uh, very important this, that press books remains very lower. And uh, this uh, course for information, it's very important in that, in this part, broadcasting TV, video games also for the youngers, and online TV. And now, sources, spread, and challenges. I think that it's very important to point it what is fake news and what fake news is described. Oxford Dictionary described fake news like false report or events written and read on website many of you seems unable to distinguish fake news from verified source. Also, fake news was creating like a significant point for public confusion about current events. Also, Oxford Dictionary speak about post truth and this from, from 2016. And why we speak like this? Because like I uh, said before, uh, this year is the year that uh, fake news represents, like I, um, I don't know how to say, uh, an important word. From this year, we Buzz. don't speak so, yes. Buzzword. It was, hmm? a, it was a buzzword. Yes, also a password. Buzz, buzzword, buzzword, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. sorry. Let me, no, 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 it's okay. Interrupt me if you have something. So, but in this area, new area, <coughs> fake news was helped, let's say helped, uh, by bots, by Artific by artificial intelligence. 
And what is bots? We know very well that bots are computer algorithm that work in online social network sites to execute some task in repetitively mode. They simulate the, the behavior of human being in a social network. Because of the algorithm behind bots logic, bots can learn for response pattern or input value how to respond to certain situation. And have bots help in the propagation of poor fake news? We can say yes, because artificial intelligence allows, allows bots to simulate internet user behavior. And we know we have very, very common Facebook example. If you see on Facebook some advertising or some topic, you will receive from Facebook that kind of topics to that kind of uh, products to, and there is how bots can also helping in uh, propagation of fake news. So also, Bots generate debate by posting messages about trending topics. Also, the spread of fake news on social bots is possible to the capabilities that posts have to search and retrieve non-cured information. Also, bots spread fake news in two ways. They keep saying or tweeting false news items, and they use the same pieces or false information to reply to our comments on our posting of real social media users. Bots techniques work because average social media users tend to believe that they see or what's shared by others without question. But bots aren't a parent that good at deciding what original comments by other users to retweet. They are not so smart and this is a lack for us. I think, but who knows in the future how smart we'll be. If you have some questions, you are free to interrupt me. I, I see the interruptions from, from uh, George. I think I cannot, uh, only you can, um, since you are the host, <clears throat> only you can mute it. Um, I think it's yeah, I think it's an interruption from George. Um, I would like uh, to ask uh, one or two questions, but perhaps it will be for later on. I would like to um, whether you can not necessarily now it can be at the end of your presentation to elaborate two things. First of all, fake news during the coronavirus and especially fake news in Romania and whether you 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 uh, faced um fake news and and, and fake news uh, as you mentioned it's not only fake news it's uh, uh, disinformation and manipulation and propaganda and so and so forth and i don't know if you um if there are evidence but we know there were several cases of uh, let's call it nation state actors <clears throat> uh fake mm -hmm. news 
information. Mm -hmm. And we know the case of the crucified boy in Ukraine. And we know the case of Lisa, Lisa case in Germany that the um, um, uh, fingers were point to Russia. <clears throat> yes, and also uh, even it's uh, not so far, but it, it's a old uh, topic. Uh, don't forget uh, Pizza Gate in America, yes, yes, in yes. USA. Indeed, indeed. Okay, let's go forward. I can't see the question, but I will follow after. Yeah, no, no problem. Okay, so how people help to spread the fake news? I think that what is new in all those in all these contexts is that the companies and the technology can clearly divide the world in black or white. For example, I think that in each country or each region, but let's see in each country, we have a proper bubble. In our bubble, we receive some kind of information. And another country who has another bubble receive another kind of information. So in this context, in this context, two countries or two bubbles of people are uh, using a very, very opposite information. And if you ask who has the right information, you couldn't say, because this is what uh, I think that it's very important to, to mark and to point. Uh, the background, the proper background, the individual background is very, very important to digest all kinds of information. So, people are smart, but people are emotional because fake news comparative or disinformation or misinformation or propaganda in comparative with the traditional news it's using very very much emotional marks like a journalist i can say that you can't read the news using emotional marks because the news is a real fact an objective fact and you have and you are obliged to to present the real fact without any personal or any subjective influence. But fake news is not like this. And fake news is uh, uh, winning much, much uh, uh, of people because he acting like uh, emotional information. And I, I can say here also that bots might still exist in the future because we all agree with that. The technology will not stop here. But most of the time we spread <clears throat> or fake news is a consequence of real people, usually acting innocently because we don't know what we are using. All of us as usual are potential, the biggest part of the problem. And the role emotion plays when it comes to sharing news in social media are reading through news, mostly procedural feelings of joyful unhappiness 
expectation and trust. Reading fake news produces produce its feelings of amazement, anxiety, shock, and repulsion. And here we can come at your examples. Yes, fake news uh, can, and I think that it's one of uh, his uh, duty, can create violence. And this is very, very dangerous for us. Also, social media are marks uh, marks humans more susceptible to fake news and this is popularity indicators that social networks are provide also the research shows that people are more likely to share fake news than real news for that for that we speak about emotional information because we, we read and we share the, those information with our sources, with our soul, with our uh, proper uh, feelings. And this is not okay. We, and we have much to work on this chapter. Let's go. What's next? I think that it's a point of view and uh, it's a beginning of uh, discussion with micro-targeting. We see now how social media uh, is uh, attending, of, how social graphics are, how our offline data presents. But I think that micro-targeting is a big issue and it's important pillow in um, fake news, in all those fake news uh, areas, because it's not just one, like Jose. And how fake news is propagating? We know by Facebook, Google, other websites who track, uh, who track uh, the users and who analyze the website to see who is visited and uh, what uh, uh, topic has that individual. And also there are, there are some, some firms that specialize in analyzing your data and using your data. And now we have to speak also of um, some measures that uh, European commissions uh, put in our discussion and in our practice until uh, 2015. And there are some um, measures, uh, let's say some code of practice of this information. It's not uh, finally code. It is working, uh, it is still working on it. But I think that it's a point where uh, we can start uh, at the institutional, institutional level to uh, fight uh, against uh, this fake news, this information propaganda. Also, 
I can present you some uh, measures for awareness and education that Agile Press is uh, using uh, uh, every time. And a little bit of uh, our mission, Agile Press is the national news agency and uh, uh, he has the mission to inform properly and objectively providing the Romanian press as well as the media abroad. Also, we re uh, realize and uh, are responsible of the facts that the pieces of information we delivered reach millions of people and that in addition of to information, our role is also to bring awareness and even to educate at the session's time set. In 2016, Agile launched the security, uh, cybersecurity section, which contains news dedicated to the strategic problems of cybersecurity and cyberspace. Also, Agile launched the Cyber Files editorial projects, which included the presentation of some of the most important cyber attacks in the world, which had repercussion on small or medium-sized companies, corporations, governments, or institutions of national interest, but also on home users. Like this is our project in Romania now, in Romanian language now. Also, we dedicated journalist materials and uh, we organized together uh, with the Romanian National Computer Security Incident Response Team, cybersecurity courses for journalists, for both AGFS journalists and all those with the national and local media. And I think that Trojan Horse is also a fake news, like we know, and also a virus. Thank you. You have here my email contact if you want, and I waiting for your question and to develop the debate. Yeah, well, no debate, but uh, yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you very much. It was very interesting and uh, a visual presentation. Um, I would like to elaborate with you um, fake news in Romania. Well, um, what can you tell us about fake news generally in Romania? What um, can is there any pattern of um, fake news in Romania? Is it um, made for political purposes? Is it uh, from um, one political figure against another one? Is it made by um, nation, uh, nation state actors? Um, um, what is the environment of uh, fake news in Romania as far as uh, uh, we know and you can tell? Um, yes, I think uh, that uh, like all the countries, Romania faced also with the, this phenomenon and uh, we had this year two sections of election in our country, local one and general one. And these elections uh, was, let's say, full of fake news uh, according to the social platforms. Also, the 
COVID-19 creates a very, very, mar a very big market for fake news. But uh, the national institution uh, saw this at time and uh, create some official platforms who promote the official news. Uh, let's say the government uh, create the one uh, online site where they put all their information, all their uh, answering, all their uh, communicators, uh, that people has to, uh, from the first hand information. Also the, the Ministry of Defense create a page dedicated to false information and present the false information and the right information in, like, in both cases. And um, was uh, many, many conferences and debates in Romania on, uh, on this, this uh, new phenomenon uh, was creating, let's say, on Facebook and on uh, online uh, page dedicated anti-fake news where you can read and can learn and can see um, some example of fake news and how to, uh, how to, how to uh, verify your information and how to be uh, very, very, uh, attentively of uh, information that you receive. So though this year, I think that was the, the top of this uh, new phenomenon and uh, many unlike all the countries tried to, uh, to promote or to create some uh, issues, some uh, uh, fields that uh, this phenomenon can be not stopped but at least remove a little. Yes. Um, do we have any question uh, to Claudia from, from uh, you, the attendees, George, Michal, Aiton? Hi, Claudia. Hi, Tal. How are you? Hi, fine. Thank I'll, you. I'll put the video. Sorry, I'm not yes. organized. Hi, how are you? Hi. Tal is my first webinar with you, but we know way back. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to say thank you very much for your presentation. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to see the development. It's wonderful to see the age groups that are affected. Um, we know from Israel that uh, it's a real battle. Uh, we are. We have very little awareness. Uh, we have. Uh, I think that this is the point, special point. The, the awareness Education component. and awareness. The awareness component, because here uh, uh, you said journalism is not emotional, but as you know, Israel and emotion is a, uh, is a parallel name. So journalists are emotional and their wording is emotional. Therefore, the news are never subject, uh, 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 just a, a, an expression of what is happening, but uh, opinions mixed with uh, predictions and, and etc. So our job as viewers is much harder to yes. navigate through all the sea of emotions that we see in the report to understand what is happening and, um, and to understand the context. I wanted to ask about education because I know that Eastern Europe is more advanced than us, um, especially mm -hmm. for the youngster. I mean, we've, we've seen examples of, of uh, schools that are being educated, uh, how to identify. In Norway, in Norway they in Norway, elementary school 
to speak and to learn about Tegel. Right. I wanted to, to ask because Romania is in a very fragile situation, also, as you said, politically, but also as a strategic uh, area in, in Eastern Europe and uh, or Europe as a general. Um, do you have any knowledge of plans or does your uh, uh, news agency operate um, seminars for youngsters in any age or people uh, to the public uh, about about this information, how, how to use the tools that you just gave us or um, showed us how they can be used for, for future reference um, to, to show them that they can see with their eyes what they read and then use their minds to understand it uh, further. Uh, I'd, I'd really like to know because this is a subject that I've been uh, quite obsessed about and I'm allergic to uh, disinformation in any sort of form. But as you said, I think the term fake news is too narrow and therefore yes. does not comprehend the whole uh, uh, development of information that we see, whether on the web or in newspapers, um, reports. And therefore, I'm really interested in education because I, I, I believe we are already too late to address the, the, our generation. So I'm thinking about the future because the future is going to be even more confusing. Yes. Uh, and maybe it's time that we take example from uh, countries that are more aware than us and uh, even make corporations so we can learn from experts like you to, to pass this on for I'm the younger expert, generation. I'm just journalist. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, but we faced also like you with this phenomenon and it's, it's hard for us also to, to get in, in this battle when you promote and you try to, to share the real news and the real fact, you have also to fight with the unreal fact. Yeah, you and have we, to have an army of true, true callers. Yes, yes. Yeah, I am uh, aware of that. So let's say about education uh, in Romania, not is not now in elementary school uh, this uh, curricula or these uh, courses, but in uh, university they begin in all the university, let's say journalism university science university to speak about fake news, to make uh, some courses with the specialists in fake news, to try to divide real or uh, false news. But also <clears throat> I know that it's a pilot project, project okay. in Romania uh, made by uh, Center for Independent Journalism. It's an association, a very important association in Romania. Uh, who uh, made the pilot project and who presented to the Ministry of Education and they uh, agree with the association that uh, next year to begin uh, optional, optional curricula in, uh, in schools uh, like um, um, media uh, information, like... Um, uh, learning what is media, what is information, how we have to read the informations or the news or uh, how to uh, control or how to uh, uh, see the impact of our 
individual thought in front of fake news. Because yes, I agree with you. We are like adults, we have our background. We have, uh, let's say our base when we, when, when we digest information, but the youngest, they, uh, for this, I insisted on uh, generation because the Z generation uh, is the generation who was born in an online society, yeah. in a platform society. They yeah. took from there all their backgrounds. And maybe like uh, Chert in Romania made some uh, videos, some uh, videos for very, very young children. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how you have to use your internet? How you must to uh, protect for, uh, from virus? For like this, I think that we can create also some videos made on uh, their attention to explain all this fact, all this phenomenon. I think also that it's important, like family, and uh, I think that we we need every individual help. Because every uh, every every man has to has to uh, to see on his own thoughts what is true, and he can explain also to his or her child. True. I I wanted to share with you why I I think uh, why I asked this question is uh, in high school we had one day session about uh, media. And journalism. It was at a time with no internet and no cell phones. Um, and I remember clearly the one thing that is still ingrained in my mind that they showed us a report about some news report from Israel, and they dissected it and they showed that the video was not new video. They showed that the headline had repeated itself several times <laughs> in the past. And they said that the components fixed together do not necessarily show the truth, but the idea of what is happening. And I think this set in my conscience or subconscience for many, many years. Um, and, and it just came out in the recent years, as you said, because the internet has become powerful and the networks. But you have your own background that children doesn't. Well, it's, it's amazing when things come out in your mind, when you start feeling, even though we talked about emotions in Jerusalem, but, but when you start feeling that you are being navigated <laughs> to think and, and you need to, to inherit this um, free thinking and independent research uh, tool to understand that what's the headline has ne not, not necessarily to do with the actual report. Yes. What you, what you read. Um, click by titles. And, 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 and for me, it's easier because I studied it since I started to have those red lights in my head. What am I seeing? Do I need to, to further uh, see what is happening? And I, I have to say, this is really uh, something that I want to the, the public to know. So, I mean, what you suggested even for the children and the parents is a wonderful way to educate the parents while they educate their children. Um, and I'm really glad to hear about the, the pilot programs and I hope that they go well 
and we can learn from from them when we read the reports from you and and hear from you in the future. So thank you again. Thank you also. Thank you, Michal. Um, do we have any questions from George or Aiton? No, no questions. But thank you for really interesting game. I'm, I'm, yeah, I agree with you, Aiton. It was uh, very interesting. Um, so if, uh, well, I have, I do have several questions, but uh, I will not um, uh, take more from your time. Um, thank you so much, uh, Ms. Claudia Nicolai, for thank your time and presentation and very enlightening and uh, uh, the conversation that uh, we have and your contribution. Thank you so much and um, um, see you um, uh, next week in our, our next session of uh, Cyber Talks uh, number nine. So once again, uh, thank you very much. And uh, um, for all of you, uh, um, happy Hanukkah. And, uh, happy Hanukkah all, for you too. Yeah, have all the bless and all the health and all the light and uh, everything. And uh, um, good luck uh, with the new uh, uh, government in, uh, in Romania. And of course, the winning of uh, the center of uh, cybersecurity of uh, European Union. Yeah. This is a big news. Indeed, 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 yeah. Um, so once again, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, it was a pleasure. And um, um, see you all next time. Thank you, bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you very much, bye. Bye. <clears throat> um,